0: Not really live, but
1: coming to you in your ear at least Okay,
0: we can't use coming in your ear <laughs>
1: Mohammed, not following him I'm sorry, <laughs> sorry buddy I just, I'm sorry I just, We just can't take the chance I on just, you God yeah. damn, why? What's the problem? I don't have any alcohol <laughs> You going to fucking make this shit happen Pull yourself what together, motherfucker
0: Literally do like these a lot. Watch <laughs> these.
1: I can take them or leave them. These ones? Yeah, I mean, they're. Yeah, I don't know. Like I said, take them or leave them.
0: Like right now, I top five it. Oh shit. On the beer I'm drinking right now, like on a on a beer list that I drink, like it's a rotating beer, like a it's a it's a rotating. I'd throw top out five. double
1: Jack because it's not gonna be around. Probably. No, yeah. So you're talking like Union Jack, that, and you're talking the big sir double
0: (laughs) Now you're talking now you're speaking
1: my language, sir. And then you go to Well,
0: I I I just feel like I have a like a rotating taste bud. So like I have like a top two and then Mm -hmm. like the other three in my top five rotate.
1: Okay. So your top two is gonna be obviously Union Jack and big sir yeah those are the top two all the time then you've got that and i will not put them in a particular order right i wouldn't i wouldn't rather i wouldn't make make, myself i wouldn't make you do (laughs) that like if god came down he was like i'm gonna shoot you dead i don't think
0: he has a shoot i think he probably just like
1: i'm gonna i'm gonna look at you and you're gonna die if you don't decide which one of these you're getting
0: for the rest of my life
1: yeah what are you doing?
0: I'm going Big sir. double IPA, baby.
1: We are not going to put this on the air. <laughs> With as much Firestone Walker as we know. I'm just kidding. No, it's not that... <clears throat> Barrel Works is, is Barrel dope. House? Barrel House is badass.
0: Um, Barrel Works is a line of brews right. that Firestone makes. That Firestone does. Um, only for, like, basically, just because, like, I mean, if I had to drink for the rest of my life...
1: Mm-hmm. There's two
0: reasons. No, why if you I just go. had
1: to choose a number one.
0: Oh. Oh, then I would go like my number one. I'd go Union Jack. Yeah. Okay. I thought well, you were saying here I had to drink the rest of my life. No.
1: But I mean, you you just recently said like because two minutes ago that yeah. you would never yeah, pick well, between them. God's but, gonna murk me, dude. Yeah. Well, God's gonna murk us all. I mean, <laughs> I was just saying like just because Union Jack's more readily available. Is it? available is it
0: yeah absolutely
1: yeah but if you like you never left this area you're getting yeah but like either one of them
0: yeah but if i go to albertson's well that's not true i get there are some places here that i can get union jack that i right. can't get the big Sur double right off.
1: but i'm not talking about like they just off to taste alone yeah like if everything else is even like everything else being even <laughs> meaning availability you know yeah, basically just Price. availability. Like if everything was the same. Yeah, no. all things being even. I would go the Big Sur Double IPA. There you go. I would go hazy. I would go um,
0: hazy little thing.
1: No, that's what I'm drinking. No, I would. I would go with mine haze. Mine haze.
0: Mm. I don't like that one very much. Yeah. It's Like pineapples, I do like pineapple.
1: I mean, their newest Luponic. Yes, is not bad. It way way out did 13 in my opinion
0: i didn't think i tried like since like number four
1: yeah well, i don't think i have had anything other than 13 and 14 but maybe a 12
0: yeah i think you might have a 12
1: but that being said <laughs> like that 12 point. wasn't good enough for me to even speak about it
0: yeah they're just like it's just kind of like they're really sweet
1: yeah this one's not so sweet mm. but it's it's different enough that like I absolutely put it above 13
0: like if I had a top 5 beers right now mm-hmm. it would be those 2 and then it would be hazy little thing and then it would be um, mm. it's really hard actually I really like that uh damn it what was it
1: I like that Santa Maria uh, Blood Orange IPA. Oh, the Motra. That's that's House, though. I'm talking about the Santa Maria. Yeah, it's Motra. I thought the Barrow House one. No. Because they have one, too, I thought. They do? I thought they had a Blood Orange. No. I thought it was called Motra.
0: They have Cali Squeeze, which is a slow brew. Mm. The Motra is a Santa Maria. Okay. Well, I like that one a lot. I really like... uh, Santa Maria's B four ten, double IPA.
1: Mm. I don't think I've had it.
0: That one's really good. They were out of it when we were there. That's why we. Didn't oh really?
1: Yeah. Okay. I'm drinking Golden Road today. Golden I'm a Road. Big fan of these guys. Media noche. Media noche IPA. The Golden Road Brewery, down south, my neck of the woods. Yeah, I'm not. I'm. I'm a fan. They. They have the. Uh, I tested it out at the uh, Angel uh, Game? Angel Game. Yeah. And it was their uh, their wheat. It was a Like a half? Yeah, I guess. I mean, yeah. Was it a half? It doesn't say. uh, No, it's a wheat. It's a wheat. It says wheat.
0: A wheat ale.
1: But it was the uh, it was the mango cart.
0: Oh, yeah. I've seen that one in stores.
1: Good. Very good.
0: Just not a real fruity beer kind of guy.
1: Yeah, I liked it. I still like it, actually.
0: <clears throat> that B Four Ten's pretty good. Uh,
1: I'm a fan of the fruity beers, so they tend to be thicker, hazier, that sort of thing. Yeah, I, I like more body in mine.
0: I'm trying to. Ooh, I like the Tricera hops. That one, that one really gets me going. That was that
1: from Oregon, right?
0: Yeah, Ninkasi. Yeah, I also really like, it's um, like the Iron Maiden. Yes, yeah. Font. Yeah, um, I also really, really like um, Phantom Bride by Belching Beaver.
1: Mm, no, it never. Never like seen a, that.
0: I've had it here. You've seen it. It was like a salute to like the Deftones.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh right. Okay. You've seen the beer, right? Yep. Yep, yep,
0: yep, yep. Like a crystal skull beaver on the front. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I actually really enjoy that. I went down to um, <coughs> Blast and Brew uh, last week, mm-hmm. and they had
1: it on tap. Nice. They
0: had Double Jack on tap, too.
1: No shit. I had both. Wow. <laughs> I can't believe they had it on tap.
0: I got that Phantom Bride the first time I saw it, and I was like, well, I don't like the Deftones, but... Mm-hmm. They're pretty reputable, right? In the smaller brewery game, I guess. So I got it, and I was pleasantly surprised. And I'd never had it on tap. I've never. I mean, you can't find that shit. On yeah, tap.
1: Like, I'm surprised they had double jack on tap. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm surprised because the only way you can get double jack, other than that, is in a fucking mix pack from fire from fire. Yeah, Salt.
0: but I mean, if they're brewing it, like it's nothing for them to keg it.
1: Yeah, I agree. Like, Ex- obviously, but because it's going into the keg anyway. Yeah. Like, I guarantee it's probably at another restaurant around here on tap, too. I just... It's weird to me that they would they would keg it for distribution, but not distribute at least six packs in the can when they're already putting it in a... Because people love it. I mean, they... Obviously, because they brought it back. Yeah. You know what I mean? So... It's true. Um, I'm surprised that I didn't get the uh, Merlin when it was on tap when we were at Firestone. Oh, why didn't you do that back in uh, November? Wasn't it? yeah? I don't know. Well, I got hey, I got mind haze. Oh, it was that's really right. good. Yeah, and I ended up getting another mind haze. I'm gonna get it's some very Vandalai tomorrow. Very good on tap, but. The first time I had Mocha Merlin was on tap. Really? Oh, there. Firestone. Yeah. And they brought out that new one. Mm. Well, it's been a few months now. The coconut. Merlin. The coconut. And I should have got it on tap because I know it would have tasted. Oh, yeah. I know it would have tasted even better. But we'll have to try and get down to Firestone for dinner again. uh Yep. Soon.
0: Yeah, you guys should try that. Um, Well, you already know about the coconut Merlin. You should Mm -hmm. try the Belching Beaver Phantom Bride. It is an IPA, of course. (laughs) Weird. I think it's like Mm 7.1. I I thought it was higher than that. Let me see. (laughs) Really quick. This isn't what we're doing today. We're not talking about beer.
1: Mm. But it's a good segue into what we're doing because you drink beer when you're doing what we're doing. That's true.
0: What are we doing, Paul? Cuz if you're barbecuing meat, it's not all barbecue.
1: Well, okay. If you're putting together a barbecue,
0: putting together a meal cuz yeah. some most of my stuff's not barbecue.
1: If you're barbecuing stuff, smoking stuff.
0: <laughs> Do I have to say it again?
1: And you're making dinner for people. What if you're not barbecuing, you're just making dinner? Well, okay. I'm still drinking beer.
0: That's all I was trying to get at. What? That you don't have to barbecue to drink beer.
1: No. But although you know what? Talking about. Funny
0: enough though. Now that i Barbecuing meat. I We're not. Okay. I mean, yeah, but like a lot, most of my stuff mm-hmm. doesn't involve a barbecue.
1: Okay. Then well, I, like people that are listening right now, are extremely confused as to what we're doing today. <laughs> we said that we were going to take six different
0: kinds of meats and tell us the way we like to cook them the most
1: okay
0: right sure isn't that what we discussed
1: move on with your point sir
0: <laughs> yeah like six of my points aren't even barbecue mm-hmm. just saying <clears throat> um i was gonna give you this review on this belching beaver because i just like i forgot how good it was so i was got it on tap the other day and i remember and i was like well this is fucking amazing 7.1 percent um um, um. Why didn't they give me the goddamn IBUs here? Beer geek stats. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> who are you, beer geek? Yeah, I'm gonna say. Um, are you really though? Yeah. Who cares? I don't want your reviews. Okay. I just rated right 91. I'm guessing out of 100. <laughs> uh, huh. this is a this is pretty good. I'm gonna read. This is kind of funny. So it got a 91. Okay. And uh... it got a 21 out of 24 for aroma it got a okay. 37 out of 40 for flavor mm-hmm. it got a 5 out of 6 for appearance go away pop up it got a 9 out of 10 for mouthfeel. overall impression was a 19 out of 20 i get really? it really
1: 60 ibus really bumming me out about the whole mouthfeel. feel but thing. i get
0: i you know what's funny i get it mm-hmm. what do you get about that because some beers you drink and like doesn't feel good in your mouth Hmm. like beer is not just cold liquid like there's stuff to it
1: yeah we're not eating soup where there's like layers of shit in it like i don't don't, there's (laughs) a layer of flavor in this beer okay
0: i just think you don't appreciate it enough
1: i think that people might go a little too far i don't know with stuff I don't know. Like, I'm not like, I feel getting... like a
0: good beer should, like, <laughs> like, figuratively and literally fill your mouth. I'll mm.
1: oh, fill your mouth. No, you won't. <laughs> with food.
0: Like, <clears throat> yeah. No, I get it. I get it. The interaction the beer has with the feeling in your mouth. You should be part of the beer geeks. I should. Probably way cooler than all them anyways. Did you feel how that beer interacted with your mouth? Mm-hmm. What do you think?
1: It tasted <laughs> like beer. <laughs> it's not a taste thing, it's a feel thing. Mm. It felt like liquid on my tongue. In my mouth.
0: I just can't t I just can't.
1: I can't talk to this guy. I just can't <laughs> I gotta get on a real podcast. <laughs>
0: Uh, <laughs> all right, let's get to what we're doing today. We have no, apparently Paul doesn't know what we're doing today.
1: Yeah, we we talked about doing like a barbecue podcast, and uh, apparently it turned into other stuff. It so. didn't. <laughs> okay. <laughs> doesn't matter. My stuff is all barbecue, and it's because that's why I love to cook meat. Yeah. That's the reason. Yeah. It's either that. the one trick pony. Yep. Well, not necessarily. You got coal, you got direct, indirect, and you got smoke. Yep.
0: All those are listed on my list. There you go. Okay. Continue.
1: Go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, go ahead. I've got plenty of sides. I know you wrote a goddamn novel there. You're right. I
0: have bullet points. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, twelve of them. Mm -hmm. With a couple sub-bullet points. Oh, listen to you. So we broke down... One, two, what did I say? Six. Six different types of meats.
1: Yep. Yeah. With a sub in the rib category. With a
0: sub in the rib category because pork and beef, obviously. Yeah. Um, We didn't go to pork butts because we've already put out an entire video of us smoking a pork butt telling you mm-hmm. exactly how we like to do it. But what we did is what what we did, for what I did, <laughs> was I went through six, and in each category... Mm-hmm two different preparations for that meat
1: right yeah and the ribs actually we could go one step further with wild game because it is a little bit different
0: absolutely so um funny enough i've only got one on my pork rib preparation i don't Mm -hmm. know why um yeah so we're gonna give you two Uh, Each of us are going to give you our two favorite preparations for these different cuts of meat. What are they, you might ask. So we did ribs, and we broke those down to beef and pork. Um, Tri-tip, chicken, pork chops, lamb, and steaks. And that's a pretty broad idea. It's like saying, how do you cook steak? Well, I'm going to get to that, too. Because there's only two steaks, in my opinion. (laughs) Well, three.
1: Yeah, there's three for sure. But I mean, so my, the center of my meat cooking is on my barbecue, Uh huh. whether it's smoke or rolling coals, one of the two. <clears throat> but I mean, there's other obviously ways to prepare.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, and then uh, uh, what else? Well, we'll get into maybe some sauces, shit like that. Sauces, sauces, <laughs> And sides, of course. <laughs> yeah, like, what? I got... Well, yeah, because these kinda, preparations
0: are, like, required to have something to make it the full preparation.
1: Yeah. Okay, so you went... Like, As in my, one of my I'm ribs. thinking for sure on the lamb, because I didn't do anything for lamb, because oh, I never okay. cook lamb. Uh, and so I know that that, like, you might have gone more... If you want to call it fine dining in a sense or or like uh maybe a more intricate uh yeah, meal definitely yeah i some. went more picnic style okay so but kicked it up a notch okay if you want to if i want to steal something from the big guy yeah okay so because i mean you can go and you can buy sides at the store if you want to be a fucking lazy bastard a noob yeah or you could
0: do people still use that term
1: They do on the internet. Yeah, when they're playing games. Yeah. Like the 12-year-olds that are beating the fuck out of you and yeah. in any first-person shooter game on the internet. Yeah. Yeah. I can
0: make those kids cry pretty quick.
1: I can too. It's amazing. Yeah. But uh yeah, so I mean you can you can either cop out and go to the store and do buy a deli all counter your sides. And your potato salad. Right. Or you can make it yourself. And it's way better. Some people don't have time for that. Yeah, if you got time to like, if you're grilling or if you're if you're building me a meal, you,
0: if you're smoking something, you absolutely have time. You got
1: plenty of time, so don't be a bitch.
0: Whoa, <laughs> it was really violent. Just saying, man. I wish I had some uh, chewing tobacco. Yeah, it's bad for you. It is. Do you have some on you?
1: Mm, I have some near me.
0: Like where's, <laughs> like how near? Like
1: around the corner.
0: Well, well. Before we get into what we're doing today, pause break.
1: <laughs> so, what's going on? Paul's leaving. He's gonna go get us some. Unfortunately, it's not. It's not uh, pouches, pussy.
0: I feel like I should have time to explain myself before you verbally assault me like that. I'm making a conscious health decision. What? Oh, this is mine. There's not enough in here for both of us. I don't know. <laughs> and let me tell you, bud, hey guy, this empty. This fucking guy. Bring me empty cans of chew. Um I bought a can of pouches today. Poor Uh it's really just easier. It's easier on my lip. I'm getting older now. I'm getting older now. <laughs> Twenty <laughs> eighty fuck. <laughs>
1: hey I don't want to hear about it, you old bastard. Um, well, don't say you're fucking old, then.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't have to clean shit out of my teeth, which is really the best part.
1: Mm-hmm. More more people um, have pulled off of that can this weekend than me.
0: Really? Mm-hmm. Well, I pulled off of it twice. Mm-hmm. I don't understand how you can get so many people to pull off your can and you still have so much left.
1: 'Cause I don't take monster fucking chews like you guys do.
0: Like one okay, one can for me, like if I'm home, mm-hmm. a can for me is five dips at the most.
1: That'll last me two weeks if no one pulls anything off me.
0: That is ridiculous. But then I in my defense, that fucking pull is like I keep that in for four or five hours.
1: Yeah, I don't have the patience for that.
0: Like until the roots of my teeth start begging for their lives. Yeah. I'll keep that in my mouth. Yeah. Paint are you going to take a pull off this too? Yeah. Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> yeah, don't take it all. Because there's
0: like a half a dip here.
1: <laughs> Get your own. I don't know what to Man, tell everyone
0: you. Everyone tunes out.
1: <laughs> yeah. There's four people listening right now, so it doesn't really matter. That's not true at all we've been babbling for 20 fucking minutes about nothing (laughs) trying to
0: get going okay
1: (laughs) trying i'm just
0: (laughs) i gotta shake this up i mix whatever do you think you do me another (laughs) favor (laughs) what you got bud i think that like if you scoured around for a little bit you probably find some more like mini cans to chew around
1: are you really that like you're really gonna take that whole thing how about uh, i take my dip first and okay, just have the rest okay. of
0: okay keep the kids entertained for a minute god damn <laughs> oh man just,
1: you don't have another one so yeah um we absolutely talked about doing barbecue podcast today and uh He's decided to go Suck my dick, Paul. fine dining <laughs> instead of barbecue, which I think is fucking hilarious. <clears throat> and he's looking in the fridge for a chew. Keep my chew in the fridge. Yeah, but um, he's striking out. Yeah. So here I am. Uh, you know, talking to myself. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. So anyway, hopefully you guys uh, after this podcast, hopefully you guys will take it upon yourselves to try some new recipes cuz that's what this whole thing's about like checking out new shit, trying to trying to do more and on your own as opposed to going and buying it yourself. So that's kind of how we roll here. It's always more fun to like try and do it yourself in my opinion. Like I, I, buy stuff at the store and then I taste it, and first thing I think of is I could, I could do better.
0: Take your pull, Dickhead. So.
1: <laughs> Real pushy for a guy with no chew.
0: I got a chew. It's just in my car. Yeah. Nope, no. not. It is in my car. Don't be scared. Take a full dip. I don't have a spitter.
1: There <laughs> yeah, you go. Right there.
0: Oh, yeah. All right. Let's get into this. We're, you know, almost 30 minutes in. Probably start doing a podcast now.
1: <laughs> Whatever. I
0: can't believe, I don't understand how he takes such a small one.
1: I just don't like having a, I just don't like having that much dip in my mouth. That's really what it is
0: yeah you know
1: i wish i would have thought of that i like to be able to move move it around a little bit easier and i wish i would have thought of that 11 years ago
0: or so when i started chewing or like the first time i chewed so now i don't have like this giant gaping pocket in my lip yeah yeah
1: but i just don't
0: you know all I- right I get a really good laugh when I show people my license photo.
1: I just don't like the uh, the feeling of having a massive amount in my lip. <laughs> like, I feel like it's on the verge of out of control right now.
0: Really? Oh, man. Yeah. Um, like, every once in a while, it's always a chick, too. An older lady, usually. Like, when I show them my ID, I can buy a beer or something. Mm-hmm. And they go... Oh, he has a cute little crooked smile. I'm like, it's not crooked. I just have a giant gaping hole from chewing too much. Yeah. I don't know what to tell you. Like, the muscles in, like, this side of my liver are just dead. <laughs> they just won't lift up anymore. Yeah.
1: This is turning into a PSA for not chewing. <laughs> <laughs> this is what not to do. Yeah, this podcast as we, sucks. As we spit into a fucking beer can
0: that's america baby
1: i mean and drink beer couldn't be more redneck if we were doing this from the back of bubba's truck you could (laughs) did you see that guy tonight Mm. oh man (laughs) (laughs) yeah don't you know
0: oh um let's get into it dude
1: fantastic friday Uh, let's do man i'm down so the why why are we doing it why are we doing this? Like why? Yeah, I mean like so people want to know if people want to know. Do? Like, yeah, people want to know like why why we would do something like this. My answer would be to expand your palate a little bit, but more so like do more shit, like get out of your comfort zone. Yeah, I was just going to say I
0: feel like people take chicken or take pork chops or take steak or take tri-tip and they do the same thing every time. Or one time they try something different, they don't like it, or they do like it, but then they just go straight back to doing it the way they've always done it. And um,
1: cooking is a thing that will probably humble you at the beginning when you try something for the first time and it doesn't work. Yeah. Because, I mean, if you go off, if you base your idea of what something tastes like, off the first time you cook it yeah you might never cook anything again It's like
0: basing like your love of hamburgers off of a McDonald's burger right
1: eh, I don't know if I agree with that because and the reason I don't is because McDonald's is like consistent so if you go off consistency and like, like flavor
0: a consistent four out of ten on a hamburger scale
1: but if you don't know any better, that's your baseline, right? Well, it's your baseline regardless. But that's a good that's a good place to start, though, because like, so if you're basing your meat that you eat uh-huh. off of like buying it from somewhere else, already already prepared. done.
0: Most most people are.
1: That's your baseline. Then it's like never going outside you know mm-hmm. you're
0: I don't I don't mean to toot my own bugle but um, <clears> toot <throat> toot uh, it's funny you say that because my wife <clears throat> often tells me like we go out to eat and she'll order something mm-hmm. like I don't know just like if we went to like a steakhouse and she got like a New York steak and I'd be like you know I'm like, well how was it and she'll say like well it was good she's like but it's hard like to eat someone else's New York steak when I've had yours. Right. Like, that's not... So, like, that baseline is kind of like... That's an interesting point that
1: you made. Yeah, but if your baseline is... eating food on a regular basis from somebody that is good...
0: Is that what they're doing? Might
1: as well be... Or could be considered a chef in some circles. Oh. Uh-huh. Then... <clears throat> I don't know it's like taking lessons from uh, it's like taking lessons from somebody that played in high school and a yeah. professional yeah yeah. i mean you're gonna get the same you, you're gonna get the same like basic breakdown mm-hmm. because anybody can read a book yeah, okay. and tell you the basic steps that you got to do or right. go through but the nuance stuff is gonna get lost on somebody that just doesn't have the vocabulary yeah so in this sense like when you're food like cooking food and getting creative like that's based on like you got to take a chance you got to take a shot and you're gonna fuck that shot up a bunch (laughs) i mean i don't know how many times i've made barbecue sauce that was just fucking terrible (laughs) or i had oh here's a good example Last year, I cooked prime rib on the bone for Christmas. Beautiful. Big. 12, 14 pound. I did
0: one too, actually. fine.
1: And it was the very first time I've done it. I had, a, I had a very good understanding. I smoked it. Okay. But I smoked it and oven cooked it. Okay. I did both. And it was kind of because I didn't prepare correctly for the smoke. Like, you ran out of wood. I ran out of wood. Yeah. And I knew I was going to at a time where it was in the fourth quarter and there was 20 people <laughs> at my house. Yeah. So, not only, so I had to go, I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to toss it in the oven. But it allowed me the opportunity to baste it. Mm-hmm. And so, what I did to prepare it was I. I prepared it with a layer of butter Mm -hmm. that I made. I I whipped up like a butter, garlic, salt. Did we not go
0: over the recipe together? Maybe,
1: yeah. Probably did. I did the same thing. Right. I think we pretty much did similar. I did mine all in the oven though. Right. So I threw it and I smoked it for about two and a half hours, Mm -hmm. and then the rest of the time in the oven. And uh, it turned out fucking unreal. It might have been more luck than anything. But, and on the fly, I had to make a gravy. Mm. And I was making the gravy OG style in a pan using both burners, you know, from the drippings, right? And it wasn't working. Like, it was meaning, like, I didn't want to put... Too much flour because you get that kind of like yeah it's, it's waxy great. grittiness. So I was like riding that fucking line, and then I was tasting. I'm like, man, this shit ain't working. And so I was adding stuff, and I'm like, fuck it, you know. So I started I started adding some sugar, some sugars to try and get it mm-hmm. going, and uh, so I got it actually in really good shape. But you gotta it's like curveball you know yeah and kind of gotta just go for it because you got people waiting yeah
0: yeah I just I really my idea with this was like I wanted to show people like my favorite way to do things not saying it's the best way or the right way or the only way but things I like to do so maybe it would someone else be like oh I want to try that Mm hmm yeah because that's I mean that's how I learned to do everything I learned how to
1: do well and and let me be well I'll be clear with the stuff that I put down was like this stuff is to me pretty basic
0: Mm -hmm.
1: it's and then the sides are also basic but with a couple extra things that completely change the game yeah for those sides so that's what separates you from like a Mm store-bought side You know, and same for the meat, but it's all in the preparation. Like, almost all this stuff is all in how you start the process. So, we should just obviously start there. Start the process. (laughs) We start with ribs or what? Might as well just go down the list, right? Beef ribs? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to let you go with the beef ribs because it's been a minute since I've done beef ribs.
0: I have two ways I do beef ribs. And i uh i've only been doing the one of them now for a long time but they both do work and they both are very good and um one of them is might be frowned upon by some people and might sound kind of gross some people but it works and it's delicious so the first way is just smoked beef ribs and um i know that sounds pretty vanilla but it's i mean i think it's the best way to do it and uh I roll them at I get the I get the whole rack, so if you find yourself a good butcher. I would say don't go to the grocery store. Find mm. yourself an actual butcher. Yeah, and uh, go get them there. Get you're, the whole rack, and um, you're gonna get more from yeah a butcher. Absolutely, I do the whole rack. Um, I roll it at two fifty, and I'll even let it go a little higher, like. If it comes out to 270 or 260, I won't even worry about like popping open the uh, the fire chamber or the firebox a little bit to let it cool down I just not worry about it. there's just so much just such a big hunk of meat with such a mm-hmm. big bone it just doesn't matter yeah, and the bones um, so
1: clip a lot of that
0: mm-hmm
1: and you're really not it really like red meat doesn't need to be slow cooked like doesn't need to be slow rolled necessarily necessarily.
0: Like, Beef ribs kind of they have a lot of connective tissue, so they get right. real aggressive sometimes. Um what I found, what I where I think I am different than a lot of people is <clears throat> for both of my ribs, I do not like my ribs to be fall off the bone tender. Yeah, you're different. I, I was just about to say that. Cannot stand that. I want I don't want it to be tough, mm-hmm. but I want you to have to pull a little bit. Right. I can't stand when they fall off the bone because then it tastes like a crock pop to me. Right. And that bums me out. Mm-hmm. So I roll my beef ribs the same way I roll my pork ribs on the smoker, and that's to 200. And, you know, I've come to the point now where I don't even, I don't even run a the thermometer anymore. I can judge just by how far the beef has pulled up the bone to when they're done.
1: Um, and on the other side of that, just to throw in on the pork side of it, if you can grab a bone and twist and that thing – twist starts coming out yeah. it's done
0: it's way done
1: yeah it's with, more done than he likes it but yeah. for most people that is like that is and
0: that's exactly yeah. what i'll do too that's bring me to my other point so what i'll do is i'll season it and i season i season all my ribs with my pork rub mm-hmm. whether it's beef or pork which is has more sugar it's got brown sugar and granulated white sugar um just because I like it to kind of have a glaze on it mm-hmm. and then whatever um barbecue sauce i'm rolling with uh we usually do like a kind of carolina style like tangy kind of spicy and then we do uh, usually it's honey cherry on the other one and um so i roll that at like 250 um season it with my pork rub you got to be another thing that's good about the uh the pork rub is uh it's a little less on the salt because you can really over salt ribs pretty quick
1: um, well, cause there's not pork, especially because it's not thick.
0: Right. But when you're talking about like a pork butt or a tri tip, like mm-hmm. you can give that thing so much salt because I mean, it's a solid hunk of meat. Right. But when you're talking about a rib where there's like, you know, a half inch to an inch, right? It can get real salty on the top, you know, <laughs> kind yeah, of a bummer,
1: almost a crust. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm pretty basic with my, um, uh, especially, okay. So. I'm going to go off, not off topic, but I'm going to go, I'm going to expand a little bit on the red meat thing for a second, just in in general. So like for me, seasoning red meat Mm -hmm. or beef, just I'm very basic. Yeah, absolutely. Because I like the taste Mm -hmm. of red meat. Mm -hmm. So you don't, it's not like on these other meats, you're hiding any flavor mm-hmm. necessarily by over seasoning. If some people might call it over seasoning, we don't. But on on beef, I like that taste. Just like wild wild game, you. Li- I I like that taste, so I'm not going to mask it with much. So if it's a black pepper and salt thing, yeah, I I'm completely fine with. Just that.
0: gonna say, beef ribs are the only red meat that i put something besides just salt and pepper
1: on yeah and see i will do that too but i'm perfectly fine doing like a finishing salt
0: mm-hmm.
1: or a um <clears throat> a not as fine salt and not as fine yeah pepper mix because i like the idea of getting into the actual meat itself right
0: so yeah i mean uh you know, and it's funny because basically ribs are about the same as if you watched our pork butt video. Basically, you run it about mm-hmm. the same. Um, I don't open that thing until I know, just because I've done it so much, that ribs are about five hours. Beef right. ribs can go about six.
1: Yeah, they're a little thicker. Yeah. So, so
0: I know that when I open that thing, and about heard it. I'm still spritzing though mm-hmm. with the whiskey, apple cider, rum right. spritz, or apple juice, whatever you want um after the first two hours probably
1: mm-hmm.
0: and um
1: we're running a uh water bowl absolutely running a water bowl with anything that's something that a lot of people well we'll get to that in a second I
0: yeah um and then when i get with beef ribs when i get to about four and a half i open it and i grab a bone and depending on Basically, depending on the cow, like it could be mm-hmm. done at five or it could be done at six, mm-hmm. and I judge that. But I'll grab the bone because the meat has now started to pull up the bone, so more of the bone is sticking out, mm-hmm. which is what you want. You want that dinosaur look because it's badass. Mm-hmm. And I'll grab that bone and I'll just give it a twist. And I know that with a beef rib, that like four and a half hours, it's not going to slink slinky out on me, mm-hmm. you know. But I know that if I can get some wiggle. I know that I have about a half hour to an hour left. Right. And that's when I hit it with the barbecue sauce. One time, barbecue sauce, boom. And I close it back up and I get that motherfucker screaming. 300 probably. Yeah. I'll put like a couple good pieces of uh, wood in there so I can get it really hot for a short period of time so that it can glaze the sugars in that barbecue sauce on there. Yeah, you want it to get sticky. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you there.
0: Because I don't like
1: saucy ribs. Mm-mm. No, you don't want you don't want sauce dripping off. Yeah, I'll ribs.
0: give. I can let people if they like it like that. I have. Yeah, you got the, extra. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah, which some people dig it. Some people like it because some people are addicted to sauce. I mean,
0: yeah, you know that's a that's another thing with like the the McDonald's <laughs> paradigm, whatever. Right. You know, call it. They just it's not good. Subliminally, they know it's not good, so they put too much sauce on it.
1: Right. It's like the uh, I'd rather be cold than warm thing because I can always grab another blanket or put a hoodie on. It's the same kind of deal. You can always dip your food in more sauce if you prefer that.
0: Yeah, and I've I've made ribs one time that I got way too much salt on because I didn't – you know what happened? I didn't have a pork rub made, and I tried to just make it on the meat, Right, and I got way too much salt. And I just had to add more sauce.
1: That's another thing that I think uh, a lot of people, if you, you oh, well, we call this a pro tip. We'll go with a pro tip. Pro tip. So, my pro tip for seasoning would be to everything that you're going to put on whatever piece of meat you're going to season, combine it all first. Yeah. And then put it on. Yeah. You don't want layers. Like if you're doing salt and pepper, like, well, matter. okay. So that's, yeah. If that's, you're doing like
0: a rub though, like something yeah. that's built. If you're
1: going with, okay. let Okay. So let's do, if you're going with more than two ingredients. Yeah. Yeah. Combine fair. it. Yeah. Because otherwise <laughs> you're layering a cake. Yeah. And it's just not <laughs> going to be good. Yeah. You're going to get into a situation where some of it, is going to be thicker than the other shit and depending on where you bite you
0: made an extra heavy pump on the fucking shaker and now it's super garlicky in one spot
1: yeah so do yourself a favor and and combine it all first that's my pro tip
0: so smoker that's that's how i do it and i mean like i said the ribs are a lot like the pork butt and uh the next time with the next preparation i have um Is a little different and uh, some people might frown upon it, but this is what I used to do a long time ago, and that's boil them first. I would take a whole rack of ribs, put them in a giant sauce pot full of water with onions and garlic, and I'd boil them for really however long it took till basically they were done. And then I would just throw it on an open grill charcoal, gas, whatever. Mm -hmm. You're basically just trying to get. Uh, like a A char yeah crunchy crust yeah and then i'd add my barbecue sauce Mm -hmm. close the lid get it real hot and be done and you know what it sounds kind of gross boiled meat's kind of gross but it works and it's fast
1: Mm -hmm. uh i'm gonna segue into a preparation that i have yet to try and i want to and steve ranello was talking about it <clears throat> this pertained Good old Steven Yeah Pertained to Wild Game uh-huh. Uh huh Which Not a bunch of meat On Wild Game ribs Nope uh, Not a lot of people even Take the ribs They but just bone it out for grind They just bone it out for grind Yeah But It sounds like it would be I'm very Interested in trying it Okay So Same kind of deal Like you're braising them yeah. Boiling them
0: I believe he did it in a crock pot.
1: You could crock pot it too. It's you're not doing anything different than no, boiling them in a pan. In the difference and the difference between their preparation and what Cody just said was that after they're done, to where they're fork tender. Yeah. Right. You kill the kill the heat, take them out, and let them completely cool down. Mm-hmm. The reason you're going to do that is so that the meat firms back up mm-hmm. and attach reattaches itself to the bone, yeah, or the rather the connective tissue to the bone. And then do what you want to do, rub wise or sauce it, and then smoke it or grill it. I think your best bet would be direct cold, yeah,
0: yeah, you're just finishing that thing off and
1: finishing it off. Um, I want to try that. I think that it's a great way uh, to introduce people to wild game ribs because yeah. because of the fat content that's not there. Yeah. Ribs from wild game can be very chewy, mm-hmm. can be very tough. Yep. And so doing it this way um, will break all that connective tissue down like a normal rib in this. Oh, well, a domestic rib, I guess we are going to call it that.
0: A domestic rib.
1: Yeah. I gotcha. Uh, domestic animal rib. But you're still going to get that. So you're going to get that same consistency. Mm-hmm. But it's going to be, it's going to taste a lot different because of the, the game meat. So I'd like to try it with, I'd like to try it with beef ribs. Yeah. Uh, just to see. Just, just because, again, like the experimentation process, I want to, I want to see what that's like. Yeah, I don't
0: see it being much different. Probably.
1: Probably not. I mean, it's different only because I like to smoke stuff, yeah. so you're not getting that smoky flavor.
0: Yeah. But Yeah. So it's the same thing with the boiled beef ribs. I mean, you don't yeah. get that smoke flavor.
1: Yeah. Pork we pretty much went over. Um
0: Yeah, I'll, I do want to add something though. Um pork ribs, I I like the I like baby backs. Um mm-hmm. I don't like the uh is it the St. Was it the St. Louis? Mm-hmm. The thick ones? Yeah. Where you can, like, bite the knuckle off at the top? Mm-hmm. Or, like, eat around it, and you got this, like, ball-looking thing, like, these, like, testicles at the top. So
1: that would be the top of the rib. Yep. If you're it looking at, to the spine. It, yeah, where it connects to the spine. So that's basically the... That is the spine right yeah. there.
0: Um, I don't like those. I like the baby backs, um, and they cook faster. Mm-hmm. Um. And this is one of the ones I gave, uh, like a side preparation with because when I do pork ribs, I always pair it with Mac and cheese. Always. Use 90% of the time. My homemade Mac and cheese. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, um, which I'm not going to get into yeah. it's too much. If you guys well, want to know you hit us up on Instagram.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, I'll, I'll go send you the recipe. Yeah. I'll, I'll uh, go one step further with my Mac and cheese. Um, and just give you the basic rundown without ingredients or anything like that. But I do, when I'm doing something on the grill, pork generally, I'm going to do a smoked mac and cheese with candied bacon. Mm-hmm. That's as far as I want to go there. Again, if you guys want to know more, you can hit us up on Instagram. And we'll... Yeah. I'm not going really,
0: to it's too much. Too much. But yeah, I think the pork, pork ribs always go mac and cheese.
1: It's yeah. Perfect. Fuck yeah. Absolutely. It's perfect. It is a, uh, what do you say? Perfect combination of sexy and cute. That's right. Hmm. That's what it is. So we're done with the ribs, with the rib game. Done with the rib game. Yeah. I believe. Move on to tri tip. Tri tip, one of my favorites. This is one of my favorite. Okay. Well, this is why it's super fast to cook, Mm -hmm. it's mostly all in the preparation, Mm -hmm. what you do the night before. It's all in the cut, is what it is. It's all in the cut, which we will put up a video on how to do so yes we will and I have a I have a what would I call it I love the tri-tip cut because it it's like the red-headed stepchild of of beef it was yeah I know It's it might not be anymore but I've loved it for a really long time yeah. before it was super popular oh well, yeah so for a long time and still now you can't even it's hard to get tri-tip anywhere else in the country I believe there's one way to cook tri-tip and I
0: believe that it's absolutely wrong to put it in a smoker but I do it anyways and I think it's blasphemy to do anything besides smoke it and do it the way it should be done Mm -hmm. if you're cooking it anyway anyway besides the two ways that we're going to explain well i'm going to explain i don't know what he's got over there but i think you need to reevaluate yourself (laughs) and please fucking christ don't tell me you put it in a crock
1: pot (laughs) yeah it's not i have met people that do it yeah tri-tip gets a bad name because of the way people prepare it
0: i'm gonna come out and say it i don't really like tri-tip That's a hard. Look. It's not that I don't like it.
1: I would just rather have other things. I like it more than brisket. Yes. <laughs> people are gonna. Th- people are throwing shit right yeah. now. Yeah.
0: People in Texas right now <laughs> have already turned us
1: off, mm-hmm. and they're looking for our address. That's us. I'll give it to you. Yeah. Keep listening. No, I uh, I agree with you. I've done a bunch of different preparations for tri tip. I really like doing a reverse sear on tri tip. Mm-hmm. I also like doing a sear on a tri-tip. So, mm-hmm. um, if you're going to go direct or indirect coal, um, I really like doing a reverse sear. So, for all of you that don't know what a reverse sear is, you sear it first. <laughs> you sear it after. Mm. <laughs> That's the reverse part. <laughs> That's the reverse part. So, you cook it first and then you sear it. Yep. Sear it super hot. Yep. Yep. So you get that little, you know, afterburn.
0: Yeah. Again, I believe there's one way to cook a tri-tip.
1: See, <clears throat> so you revert. You cook it slow, indirect, and then you sear it. That is a preparation that I've done that I, I like. That you enjoy. Mm-hmm. Okay. I still I still like smoking it the best.
0: The preparation that started tri-tip and that is going to end tri-tip when we all leave this planet is cooking it on a santa maria pit right which is a very deep pit you've all probably seen a santa maria style barbecue um if you haven't it's a pretty deep pit usually they're about two feet deep with oak not charcoal not eucalyptus i've seen people try cook meat on eucalyptus that's poisonous don't do that that's not good um it's oak and um You cook it, and the San Maria pits have like a wheel, and you can control the level of your grill.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And uh,
1: think of a panel that just goes up and down from the heat. Yeah,
0: it moves. Yeah, up and down. Yeah, away from you. Can control the heat by turning a wheel and moving your grill grates up. Right away. Yeah, Yeah. for you guys that are listening on the East Coast, I know you're out there. You guys. Maybe you've never had a tri-tip. You probably definitely don't know what a Santa Maria grill is, but that's what it is. Mm-hmm. And um, it's a great way to cook it because tri-tip in and of itself is a pretty tough piece of meat. Um, huge fat cap on it, um, mm-hmm. which is a big deal because the two ways to cook it, in my opinion, you treat the fat cap differently. And I've, I've experimented with a bunch of different things with that. But um, the cool thing about Santa Maria style grill is that you can control its cooking time just by how the high or low time. you have the grill. Mm-hmm. And if you cook it hot and fast, you're going to with a huge piece of shit. Right. On the on a Santa Maria grill, it takes, I can do it in about 45 minutes. Mm-hmm.
1: To rare. Because I've, yeah, to rare. I, I pull my tri-tip at 125.
0: Abs- well, on, on a Santa Maria grill, yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely pulling 125. On the smoker, what's cool about the smoker, I'll give it, is that you can get away with a lot more. Yeah. Which I didn't do at first, than I, now I do. Because when you put a, a tri-tip in a smoker at like 225, 240, anywhere in there, 225, between 225 and 250, and you pull it at 124, it's an ugly piece of shit. It's gray. Mm-hmm. It, uh, it looks gross. Yeah, it
1: hasn't got that char at all. Right. So. Because
0: I grew up only cooking it one way and pulling it at 125 from the smoker got me rare on the inside, but a limp dick piece of shit on the outside. Right. So I found through trial and error that I can let that motherfucker go basically as long as I want. Mm-hmm. And I'll take it to 150. And by that time it's got a nice crust on the outside, nice bark. Mm-hmm. And the cool thing about the smoker is if you took a tri tip on a grill to 150, you would end up with beef jerky. Right. But in the in the smoker, it's different. It's a different monster. Because mm-hmm. at 150, it's still fork tender. Because it's
1: like a convection oven, yeah. basically. You're you're moving You're moving heat around with air, basically. <clears throat> the smoke. This is where like so if I want to If I need to, if I need to, under time constraints, Mm -hmm. need to get my tri-tip done, um, I'll pull it at 125 and I'll do the reverse sear.
0: Yeah, that's a good, that's a good, good
1: call. And you're not losing anything. It's going to look good. It's going to taste good. Mm -hmm. It's just a faster way to do what he's talking about. Mm -hmm. So, um, if you're under time constraints or for whatever so yeah it's an hour
0: 15 hour and a half to get to 125
1: right now we're in the dead of winter yep everywhere in the states okay yeah western hemisphere whatever you call it so that is something to keep in mind when you're smoking because the ambient temperature (laughs) is going to fuck you if you don't prepare for it we have gone we have <laughs> destroyed. <laughs> I mean, we have fought smokers in the wintertime. We
0: tried to we tried to cook a
1: pork butt in a massive rainstorm. Right. But we had to because That's what we had. We had dude. people here and we were cooking meat. Yeah. So we had to do it. And it was a motherfucker. Yeah. Well, I mean we were minutes away from pulling it and putting it in the oven. Yeah. So be very conscious of the ambient temperature and the weather. Can I have another beer? You are going to need to... You're going to need to work around that. You're going to need to get it hotter because it's not going to stay hot. I'll take a union.
0: Yeah, it's a good point, man.
1: And that oh is no. that is something that people don't understand or don't think about enough, including us, by the way. And we're telling you this because of the shit that we've <laughs> yeah, had to go through. Absolutely. So I would like to make another point. Be very conscious tri-tips. about that.
0: Because basically, I mean, I grew up here where the tri-tip originated. So I've been around it my entire life. So that might be one of the reasons why I'm not as huge a fan of it as everybody
1: else is. Yeah, some people are having it for the first time, you know.
0: Yeah. So another thing I want to say... Um, with tri-tip if you're gonna do it on the santa maria style grill or try to fandangle your way to make your own grill like that kind of style mm-hmm. um use the actual santa maria rub
1: yeah that's a great rub
0: and, and it's very simple if you can't find one costco carries it i don't know if they carry it around the country but they carry it here it's gonna be a brand called suzy q's or there's another place that does it it'll and it actually says santa maria style basically it's salt pepper parsley and garlic powder that's all you need mm-hmm. that's all it is you can make it yourself um i add seasoned salt okay that's not a big deal yeah. um if you're gonna do it on a santa maria pit do it like that if you're gonna eat it if you're not gonna smoke it and you are going to eat the tri-tip you're gonna slice it eat it so do that yeah absolutely do that mm-hmm. um Another point real quick before we beat tri-tip to death. I do not like smoked tri-tip on tri-tip sandwiches. And tri-tip sandwiches are my favorite way to eat tri-tip. Yeah. Yeah. Because I've eaten so much tri-tip just on a fucking plate. Like I could, thousands of meals that mm-hmm. just cut tri-tip. Right. Um. So I do like tri-tip sandwiches though. um. But I don't like smoked tri-tip sandwiches.
1: I can understand why. <clears throat> yeah. That's just a little food for thought real quick before we uh move away from the tri-tip uh preparation easy prep for it um oh yeah yeah we need to touch on that because this this is the reason most people won't like tri-tip okay in my opinion um if you don't let that thing bathe in some sort of acidic like orange juice or something it's going to be tougher than it should be. Like if, like I always put it in orange juice.
0: Oh, I never do that.
1: Yeah. I run it in orange juice for, I'll do it for overnight. Yeah. With garlic cloves, whole garlic cloves and mm-hmm. peppercorns. And, uh, and then in the morning or right around the time, you're going to start, take it out, clean it off, rub it or run it under water. Yeah. Then pat it dry do your rub and let it sit out yep. let it get to almost room temperature and then to. do it what happens is it just breaks down the it breaks same all with the that meat down same with the mustard uh, i've done it with mustard too and we we do it with uh pork all the time yeah with mustard but uh the orange mm-hmm. juice gives it just a little bit different flavor it's pretty cool i dig it i i've i've done it a few times now um it's a cool way to break down the meat and uh you get more flavor in there so it's a good tip try it out
0: um i do want to touch on two things with trimming the fat on tri-tip and you're going to see it in the video we're going to post Mm -hmm. when i smoke tri-tip i cut a lot of the fat cap away because you just don't need it and it's not going to be even if you run it to 150 it's not going to be in the smoker long enough to break that fat down to the point where it's not gummy and slimy and weird.
1: Yeah, it's not good. It's not the good no, fat. Yeah. You just
0: don't have enough time to let it re- uh, render, right? Um, so I'll cut a lot of that fat cap away. I'll just cut it basically in half. Mm-hmm. If you get an untrimmed tri-tip, never buy a trimmed tri-tip from the store, too. Also, please God, don't do that.
1: Yeah, you're paying for it. By the way, you're going to pay a couple bucks more a pound.
0: Absolutely, and they cut way too much off. Mm-hmm. So I will cut about half of the fat cap off if I'm going to smoke it. If I'm going on the grill. I absolutely leave the whole thing on. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. If you're
1: going if you're going direct heat. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um another thing I used to do uh years ago that I did for years that I think is a good it's a good play but it requires a little bit more effort is I used to take the fat cap and I would take a good sharp knife and I would cut the entire thing off in one piece. Mm-hmm. And it kind of shapes like a like a kidney bean that's really skinny on one end and what i would do is i'd put it on the grill and -hmm. then i'd put the fat i'd lay the fat back on top of it gotcha so that fat as it gets hot is just dripping onto the meat and as those muscle fibers open up it's still taking on the fat Mm -hmm. and then you don't get when you go to serve it you don't get the people that are like oh they cut the fat off which pisses me off yeah um but then what I would do Another pro tip If you're going to do it that way Which I think you should um, If you're going to do tri-tip try You should try all these ways And uh, I would take the fat When it was done About done And mm-hmm. I'd lower that fucking grate All the way to the fire mm-hmm. And I would just sear the shit Out of both sides of that fat So the fat was rendered And then when I cut the tri-tip I'd slice the fat too Oh I gotcha And then I would take You know Bite of fat with the tri-tip
1: Yeah And it's super
0: good Because then you can render the fat All the way And it just mm-hmm. breaks down It's amazing
1: Yeah It's a good it is a good tip. It's a real good tip.
0: Moving on. Getting off tri-tip. Chicken?
1: Yeah. Your favorite.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I'll eat it in these two ways. (laughs) Go for it. (laughs) Pounds and pounds and pounds of baked chicken with no seasoning has been consumed by me, so I don't usually do chicken anymore. Right. Uh Let's bring it on home with smoked chicken. I mean, it's... I have nothing smoked after this, just so you know. But uh, smoking... And, it, and I'm not talking about doing breasts. I'm talking about a whole chicken. And it's fucking cheap, guys. Seven bucks, eight bucks, you get a whole chicken. Mm-hmm. You just throw that bitch in the smoker. It is am- it is amazing. Mm-hmm. Put it... If you're going to put it in the smoker, put it... F- legs... Mm facing away from the fire cuz you'll burn the shit out of the skin on the leg the leg yeah. tips yeah um that's a really good way man like I really enjoy chicken that way and I rub it down with olive oil or butter
1: <laughs> yeah
0: I'm not picky <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just going to I my wife really loves lemon pepper so a lot of the time I just lemon pepper it with some salt yeah um, or just salt and pepper. And uh that's that's probably I mean, well yeah, it's my top my top two for sure. I think it's beautiful.
1: I think it's amazing. I have two that are off like way out of left field probably. All right, we'll hit one. Let's hear it. I'll marinate chicken breasts, bone in. Mm-hmm. Uh or just like if you just buy the chicken already cut up, or whatever. Mm. I'll marinate it in Italian dressing, okay, and then uh, pat it dry and grill indirect. Yep, and I will always, always, always have a water pan in the chicken, yeah, because you will fuck <laughs> up some chicken on the grill, even though everybody thinks that chickens are filled with water, mm-hmm. they are. You fucking need more. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't, that bitch is going to be dry. Yeah. You can and fuck it, up chicken on an open fire real you quick. You will fuck chicken up quick.
0: <laughs> you got to be real careful.
1: Mm-hmm. Real careful. So that's a one that my grandma used to do all the time. It's a good call. Italian man. dressing is uh, interesting. Again... It's breaking down because there's... So much acidity. There's acidity in the dressing. You do so. bone
0: uh, skin on too, right?
1: Yep. Fuck yeah. yeah. Absolutely. If you're
0: cooking chicken, I mean, unless you're um, training for Mr. Olympia,
1: yeah, please leave the goddamn skin on. Well, that's another uh, little pro tip for the whole retaining water thing. Uh-huh. Uh, because when you pull that off, if you're going boneless, skinless, especially... You got to be real fucking careful. Yeah. <laughs> because that shit, you are eating wood. Yeah, dude. I've had some
0: fucked up chicken off oh, my grill. man.
1: I have too. I've had like the cardboard. worst chicken in my life I've cooked. <laughs> I'm not, I, I mean, and it's hilarious because chicken's so fucking easy to cook, yeah. but you will kill that shit. I mean, it. yeah, you got to be real fucking careful. Yeah. Real fucking careful.
0: I'm gonna i to bring it home, baby. I know you're. I know exactly where
1: you're going Fried with Fried chicken.
0: Yeah. I mean, can you get any better? Now with chicken, you can't.
1: Yeah. Can tell you that much. Yeah. I mean,
0: there's a lot of debate around the the southern states about what how you batter it, what you're battering it in, and uh, I can tell you how I do it. I don't know if it's right. I don't know if it's the best way. I, I enjoy it. Everyone I cook for it enjoys it um i mean you can't get fucking fried chicken get the fuck out of here bro no
1: um you double go, you you double it yep yeah a lot, of people,
0: a lot of people do buttermilk uh i just find that it's just an extra step i don't want to do <laughs> i I'm basically that's it right um i got you. if i had some in my fridge i'd probably do it but who carries fucking buttermilk
1: it's not easy to get. I mean it's and It's fucking expensive. It's super expensive. Yeah.
0: So uh um yeah, I do I do a double dredge though. I do um
1: Do you do a double dip in the oil? Cuz I do.
0: I've gotten away from it because I figured it out. Okay. Um, what I do is I do um and a lot of people are, salt their flour. And don't salt the meat. And that is a mistake. Um, yeah. If you want to add some...
1: Season your meat, <laughs> not the fucking flour. Yeah.
0: Because yeah. that batter, some of it's going to fall off and you're going to lose it. So what I do is I salt and pepper the meat, mm-hmm. the chicken, whatever I'm frying, whatever part of the chicken. And then I add paprika and cayenne to the flour. Because mm-hmm. you go you go dusting a chicken leg And cayenne You're, you're going to be upset right? So I find that works good um, I go Flour And I flour all of it And then I pull it out and I let it sit 10-15 minutes mm-hmm. Then I go egg Then I go back to the flour mm-hmm. And right when it comes out of that flour Straight to the oil Hot oil
1: 375 at
0: least 375 right, i don't know
1: if you want to go over that yeah you got to be careful because uh depends on the oil you're using but yeah you got to be real careful because oil over 375 unless it's like peanut oil which is super fucking expensive yeah is uh is gonna burn it's gonna yeah. start yeah it's gonna start browning out so but
0: that's how careful. i do it and you know what dude like if i find that like this when I first started frying chicken, my grandma taught me, and this is exactly how she taught me. Even with her, like the old school thing, and that's how far it goes back. Of like your chicken's gonna be dry, mm-hmm. um, so you pull it. Like I, I find that with the, just like the smoker, it's not a, it's not a, it's not an issue with an yeah. oil. Right. You can keep that shit in there as long as you fucking want. Mm-hmm. That shit's still gonna be pretty juicy and Yeah,
1: it's just uh, all you're doing is really char in the outside. Yeah. You know.
0: You're just And go longer than you think you need to with fried chicken. Yeah. When you think it's golden crispy, give it five more minutes.
1: Yeah. I go I I'm a fan of double dipping in the fry. Yeah. So I'll so I'll fry the chicken, pull it out, let it sit, put another batch in. And once that's done, I'll pull that batch out, let the oil heat back up. And go back in for a double absolutely and all that's gonna do is it's gonna it's gonna look better yeah and it, it's yeah i mean that it's pretty much just aesthetics mm-hmm. but you know I don't
0: and know. if you don't have a deep fryer um i haven't had a deep fire in a very long time because it's just not good for me to have yeah um use cast iron
1: yeah, definitely use cast iron.
0: There's a cast iron pot sitting on my skillet right now that's still full of oil from the last time I fried chicken, <laughs> which was too long ago for it to still be sitting on my stove. Yeah,
1: which is not good anymore.
0: Yeah, no. Um, but yeah, I mean, fried chicken. That's I mean,
1: Not much on. more you can say about yeah, that.
0: Yeah, You know what, though? The Templeton Market, the little town of Templeton, mm. where I grew up, um, they, they, I don't know if they still do, they used to do fried chicken, and they did it in cornmeal.
1: Yeah, with cornmeal, um,
0: which is awesome, actually.
1: Yeah, you want to try and find that fine cornmeal.
0: You have to have fine cornmeal.
1: Yeah, and it's yeah. not easy to find anymore. I guess, it's not as easy as it used to be. I guess, but uh, there's a yeah. few companies that still make it.
0: Yeah, and you really want the yellow too, I think. Um, you got to go fine because when fine, you don't, it yeah.
1: ends up being like it ends up being super. Well, first of all, it gets heavy and it chunks off it falls off and yeah. it, it falls off in like chips yeah and it gets sour yeah you can get like a it gets almost re- like garlic gets bitter yeah again. it gets real bitter so try and find <coughs> actually that's why most people use flour because it's Absolutely. super fine um you can also use masa yeah that's a good one too yeah real good mm-hmm. um I mean again it's corn that's based so I mean it's like super easy to find yeah and that's always fine like it doesn't come in yeah and I find it's almost
0: too fine that's why I don't use it I've used it before yeah but I'll find you almost get like a man like
1: well it's super light that's the yeah. other thing that's kind of cool too um is you know it's very light
0: thing too is like uh, Asian cooking they fry in cornstarch
1: which is rice flour
0: very fine mm-hmm but I've, I've done uh, sweet and sour pork, like fried sweet and sour pork, mm-hmm. and cornstarch, and it's pretty good.
1: Yeah. The nice – okay, so the thing about cornstarch that I like is that you don't get that – how do I put this? Like a pancakey, floury kind of – Flour, you got to be careful with flour because you like can – Like when it's soggy on the inside? Yes. it's It's like a shitty – fish fry yeah like a shitty batter
0: slides off
1: (laughs) not good (laughs) like when you pull off the fucking batter and there's no actual meat there it's just like a battered i don't know fluffy pancake or something
0: (laughs) um start to give them your second chicken prep i gotta pee
1: bro so rude i know i'm sorry my favorite way to cook chicken is beer butt chicken and uh, it's been around for a, oh well, quite a while and uh, the best part is you can use any beer you want whatever beer you like and what I did was I would take the can, I would cut the top off and I would load the beer, well best part of beer putt chicken is you pour half of it out and drink it the other half you put your seasonings in there chunk up some uh, garlic whole would be a good good plan there a little bit of seasoning in there you don't want to put too much because the beer and the seasoning react and the beer foams up Uh, do a olive oil or some sort of oil rub on the outside of the chicken and then do whatever kind of rub you want to do whether it's just a basic uh, pepper and salt rub or if you want to do whatever salt or whatever rub you want to do. Shove that shove that whole chicken asshole first. Beer can chicken? Yep. Into the beer. Into, onto the beer can. And uh, I always shove like an onion yeah. down the neck. Yeah. And that's, it does two things. Um, it gives it a little more flavor at the end, but it also seals the top so that the beer, when it when it comes out of the can it goes through the chicken instead of out the top of the neck Mm -hmm. what I found to be the easiest way to cook it on a grill obviously you go indirect but I put it on a small pan yeah Now, and I'll put water in the bottom of it uh, just for a little extra and uh, cook it let it go
0: i've done it with soda
1: i've done that too uh dr pepper dr pepper um like i was telling the the kids when you're gone the best part about beer butt chicken is you pour half of it out drink it but the other keep the other half in i right. do whole garlic cloves in there and stuff like that the, yeah. some people put tomatoes in the top of it uh, i'm not really into that onion's better i think yeah, uh, aromatic yep <laughs> <laughs> That's an easy. That's way. something that was
0: big like 15 years ago and mm-hmm. kind of fell off. It did. I had a it, bunch I had like three or four of the fucking beer can
1: stands. Yeah, I've done that too. I've used some in the past. Um but uh I'm I was able to just do it with a beer Yeah, can it's, and it's not that hard to do. Um but it, it's a cool way to do it. <laughs> and uh if you you can baste it, I guess, but it would be cool now. Like, I never did this before, but spritzing it would be a fucking rad way yeah. to do a beer butt, I think. Be cool to As- throw
0: to smoker.
1: Yeah, I was so. kind of thinking the same thing. So, I think that's probably something I'm going to do this winter. I'm going to try it. Um, I'm going to try smoking a beer butt chicken. That'd be cool. And basically do the same thing we would do with a pork. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And spritz it. I think that'd be fun. I think it'd be yeah. a cool way to try it and see. Because the, the best problem, part about it is the only thing super you're... moist. Yeah. Super moist. I would be
0: a little concerned with spritzing the chicken because I, I, I would be scared that the skin wouldn't get crunchy.
1: Yeah, I think I think it would be... Like, that's why I basted it with butter. Yeah. I did it. I And I would oil like it. Like olive oil? I would olive oil it. And then I would season. Mm-hmm. And then in the middle of it, I would mop it basically with butter Mm -hmm. uh, towards the end and it'll just get golden, golden, crunchy browns, fucking bitching. So, but yeah, you're right. The spritz might be, it it might not work. I'll just be,
0: yeah, it would really take some trial and error, I think.
1: But that's a fun way to do it. it would be a fun, it's uh, something that's kind of fallen off, but I think I'm not really sure why. I don't know. So, anyway.
0: Um, Let's move on to pork chops. Yeah. What I think is the most overlooked cut of meat. Yeah. I do.
1: You like them thick? Depends on
0: what I'm doing. If I'm doing bone in, yep. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But you know what? My two favorite preparations for pork chops uh, aren't bone in and aren't thick. But if I'm doing them on a grill, indirect, then searing, bone-in, and real thick. Like Kim Kardashian thick.
1: Dude, Costco had some... They have some bone-in pork chops that are, I would say, at least an inch to an inch and a half thick.
0: Goddamn. Yeah. I'll start this one out. Please do. And uh, this is like what I would consider... Like the single mom meal,
1: but it I is. I think I know where you're going with this. Phenomenal! It is the best way to eat pork chops. Does it have anything to do with cream of mushroom yeah, soup?
0: Yeah, it does. And it's the best way to eat pork chops. I don't give a fuck who you're you are. Right. God damn it! I'm just gonna game. explain it. I'm just gonna. I'm not gonna tell you what it is. I'm just gonna explain how you do it, and you're gonna do it. You have to do it. Because it's super easy and you, pork chops are so cheap. You go get boneless pork chops.
1: Gotta I, go boneless on those, by yeah, the way. Yeah, I
0: think they're about, when you get a pork chop at the store, either about three quarters of an inch, maybe yeah. Yeah, three quarter. Yeah. And you're gonna take those pork chops and you're gonna salt and pepper them. Then you're gonna throw them onto a super hot pan and you're gonna sear the sure. shit out of them. Yeah. Then you're gonna put them in a Pyrex dish. <clears throat> then you're gonna take a giant can of cream and mushroom soup. You're going to mix that with milk, and you're going to pour that over the pork chops in the Pyrex pan to where it covers the pork chops. Mm -hmm. That's key there. You're going to put that in the oven at 350. And I think it takes about 45 minutes.
1: Yeah, it's not long.
0: Basically, when the mushroom soup starts to boil and get a kind of crust on the top of it, like a Mm -hmm. film, they're done. When that comes out, you're going to make your white rice.
1: I use fucking instant rice (laughs) because I'm lazy. No one gives a fuck about the rice. I mean, I love
0: fucking the minute rice. Perfect. Yeah. You're going to take your plate and you're going to put a giant scoop of rice in your plate. You're going to reach those tongs into that beautiful Pyrex dish and you're going to pull out a pork chop. You're going to sit it right on the top of that rice pile and then you're going to take a ladle and you're going to scoop some of that mushroom soup out and you're going to use it like gravy and just pour all over the top of that son of a bitch. Mm Mm-hmm. And that is the best way to eat pork chops. It takes, it's like seven bucks. Yeah. (laughs) And you can feed a family of five. And it
1: is so fucking good. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to up the level of difficulty just a hair. Okay. And I'm going to add maybe another four bucks. On top of it. (laughs) So do this same thing. And then while it's in the oven, I want you to thinly slice some portobello's and reduce it in some red wine. Oh. With salt and pepper. What kind of red
0: wine is $4? What are we talking here
1: yeah what doesn't matter really okay <laughs> <clears throat> hopefully you already have a bottle yeah okay and
0: uh i'm out it's not gonna fly for this weekend let me tough. tell you that
1: yeah. you're gonna reduce it and then you're gonna add it to the top of that at the very end or if you want you can keep it
0: and put it on top
1: and just put it right on the top after that's you gravy right it that's that it's it's better when you layer it like that because you're gonna get you do you do a portobello okay so you can, can I do shiitake you can do shiitake I was my just my thinking the same mushroom. thing shiitake is great portobello is better for like a stuffed dish I think Like they hold up s- better yeah you could cause you can you can gut them basically mm-hmm. you could do a you could do a big portobello Mm -hmm. with a better rice put the pork chop on top of it good do it that way that'd be cool you could you could reduce it in red wine also Mm -hmm. you could cook it just like it is you know just you know that'd be fun
0: man like my mom always made that and then like served it with like a can of fucking corn yeah and like that's the best shit ever yeah
1: super cheap i still do it now it's like one of my wife's favorite meals it's fucking comfort food dude it's perfect for the winter yeah. for right now that is the best I mean, meal right now it's here. not even that bad for you no really no, it gives a shit I mean it's,
0: well, I understand I'm just saying like you say comfort food
1: people no, think it's yeah, like I fattening got you. But like, I, understand, I understand yeah I understand but yeah so it's a perfect winter meal the best right. part about this is <laughs> the direction that I just went like the gave you a little bit like through through your screwball there for a minute it turns it goes from a comfort food to a you can get yourself laid food <laughs> yeah. just by the presentation. Yeah. And you're not spending a whole lot of uh, more money. Plus, you're cooking, which is... Yeah. Dude, I and mean, you cannot fuck this up. Nope, you can Because that
0: pork chop is so tender. Yep. And like people are like, I don't like mushroom soup. Shut up.
1: Yeah, just do it.
0: That pork chop leaks all its fat and delicious flavor into that much and it doesn't taste like mushrooms. it's like gravy no.
1: yeah it is it's it's basically a it's a brown gravy
0: god that shit's delicious but, i'm
1: going to make it tomorrow but if you like pork chops or i'm sorry if you like mushrooms and you step up to a absolutely a, i'm going to do it tomorrow a portobello or um or another whatever mushroom that you're looking i mean you could just do basic mushrooms doesn't matter dude i'd top 5 of that on my meals yeah that's a it's a it's a fun way. Dude, it's a I fun, shit easy you way. not
0: for. Let's see. Depends on how many pork chops you buy. If you get a pack of four pork chops, mm-hmm. four, four, five, eight, 13, you can get out of the store for $15 yeah. and feed four people. Yeah. Easily. If you got a sale on pork chops, you
1: can feed five or six. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Boneless stuff's always going to be a little bit more. but
0: Pork chops are cheap as fuck.
1: I know they are. I'm just telling you. Like, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, <laughs> in general.
0: Buy the fucking bone-in one. Cut
1: that son of a bitch out. There you go, man. Fucking. I'm telling you, man. You single guys. You need to learn that recipe. You, you run this recipe and you step it up mm-hmm. in a couple of the ways that we talked about. I'm telling you right now, it's James Brown time. Yeah. You pour that chicken <laughs> glass of that
0: red wine. That fucking yellow tail, for six bucks that you bought. Yeah, <laughs> I know yeah. the
1: one. Yeah, kangaroo on the cover. We all know.
0: We all. It's okay. Yeah. Don't throw the bottle.
1: I'm telling you, man. It's a fucking winner every it's like, time.
0: It's a winner, and it's like a. <clears throat> it's like a. It's like a trip down memory lane.
1: It is a way to trick somebody into into assuming that you're a really good fucking <laughs> cook.
0: <laughs> it's like a damn casserole, damn near. I mean,
1: we should be charging you, motherfuckers. Yeah. For this. I'm
0: telling you, man. That is a home run. Uh, You can't fuck it up. Every time you can't fuck it up. I don't know how you
1: can fuck it up. Yeah, and and please don't be afraid of pork temperatures. Yeah, you don't have to worry about that. 145. 145 is the new USDA. I don't give a fuck. A goddamn fuck. I will eat a pork chop
0: if that shit is completely raw in the middle. Yeah i don't
1: care never gotten sick well domestic pork there's no more trichinosis in domestic pork it's completely been eliminated completely been eliminated eliminated. there's
0: a means that means there's nothing to get you sick this is coming from a guy me i eat raw bacon on crackers never gotten sick a lot of people think it's gross i think it's delicious here neither here nor there don't be worried about the temperature. Yeah, regardless, you're overthinking it. When that mushroom soup gets the film and boils,
1: it's done. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. done. Forty-five minutes. I'm gonna give you a quick another uh, another quick preparation for pork chops. Go ahead, and then we'll be done with pork chops because well, I got one more. Stuff. Oh, I'm, well, fuck me right now. Um, this is the simplest recipe I have, or this simplest preparation i have on my list okay bone-in pork chop inch inch and a half thick salt pepper throw it on the grill (laughs) i'm telling you listen coarse now pork there's something about coarse pepper and coarse salt on pork that works better in my opinion than your your out of the box fine stuff i don't know what it accepts it it accepts it better i'm I'm with you so i mean you could if you want to god damn it i'm i'm giving away all my fucking tricks you want to toast some peppercorns and then crush them yep do panties panties are dropping.
0: Yeah. When she walks in, what are you doing? I'm toasting peppercorn,
1: toasting peppercorn for our fucking bone in pork chop meal. For our bone in meal. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) yeah. Pull the pork chop out. This shit is so fucking easy. It's stupid. Yeah. But and again, if you want to check the temperatures, go ahead. But in my opinion, don't on pork chops bone in throw them on the grill you go what 6 minutes aside so maybe 7
0: depending how thick it is
1: yeah yeah maybe you want to get that you want to get that sweet looking cross when you got grill char marks you're good you're good you're fine yeah. so there you go i'm going to round pork chops
0: well. out super back old school fried pork chops there you go Dust them in flour throw them in a little bit of oil there you go fry them up serve with mashed potatoes biscuits corn
1: yeah make a little gravy if you want
0: absolutely if you want to game over
1: it's another one of those it's that wintertime salt and pepper flowers quarter inch of oil sit around watch jeopardy with the fam There you know, it is. eat boom. on tv tray seriously what do you want to do In your corduroy pants you can it's listen fucking to weirdo. fucking little orphan annie on the radio <laughs> <laughs> or us or us
0: all right let's move on to lamb which I know you don't have anything for. Yeah, go ahead. i am run back. I'll run through two. <laughs> the only two in my wheelhouse. Um, I'm gonna go with one. Th- these are both pretty. Uh, these aren't for the, f- the faint of heart or the novice.
1: Yeah, we're up in the up in the game here a little bit. You gotta fucking be careful with pork, especially if you're going. Or lamb, huh? Got to be careful with. Probably what he's going to talk about is lamb chops, but go ahead. Nope. Or rack of lamb. I mean. Rack is the first yeah, one on my Um Rack of lamb is,
0: can well, can be one of the most delicious things on the planet. Don't fuck it up. <laughs> <laughs> it's easy to do. Um, but what I'm going to tell you is pretty simple. There's a lot of prep to it because the sides that are uh, that I normally cook with this dish are a little more in depth. But bear with me. Rack of lamb—it's expensive. I know some of you single guys out there. I know you got plenty of money to wow your your girl with this, though. Buy your rack of lamb. You're probably going to need to, and you're going to throw. You're going to salt and pepper it, as always, and you're going to throw that into. A screaming hot pan of butter and oil, um, half and half ish olive oil, butter, real butter. Don't use margarine, please. And you're just gonna sear it. Both, it's kind of. I say both sides, but it's kind of like a. It's like a roll, three kinda. sided, maybe more yeah, or less. Yeah. Just both sides. Put it r- ribs arcing up and, and
1: ribs bending, arcing down.
0: Yeah. Into a 350 degree oven. Put a damn thermometer in it
1: and you go on it. dutch oven cast iron where you can just throw it right into the oven nope with that oh, stuff okay. yeah you
0: can de- that's how I, I do it on a cast iron right if you're, if you're think-
1: going cast iron you go you take the pan after you're done right you gotta right be careful with your oil
0: and butter though if you get yeah. too much it starts popping everywhere that's yeah. gotta be careful you gotta be careful mm-hmm. um but yeah right in the oven 350 pull it off at temperature uh lamb i think pretty rare ish one thirty's safe
1: one thirty 130, one
0: thirty five right is good um what makes rack of lamb is the mint sauce <laughs> lamb pairs so well with mint sauce i don't know why i got a lot of knowledge and i don't know why <laughs> and essentially when you make mint sauce it's basically like making a tea you're taking crushed mint leaves which basically means buy a thing of mint and run your knife through them until it's pulverized mm-hmm. in a bowl and you boil water um, pulpit
1: almost what basically you,
0: yeah. you boil water you add the boiled water to it uh apple cider vinegar mm-hmm. i like to throw a little bit of uh crushed red pepper flakes okay a little heat uh sugar salt and you basically just let it steep
1: you can do a crush bowl like a uh and style. Style. Or,
0: or, um, yeah. i've seen people do it like that but i've never done it like that mm um i just get it to where i can enough water to make it like a sauce not too runny gotcha basically you're just steeping the water in the mint i gotcha. everything's taking on the mint flavor um and you just put that on top of it with rack of lamb always go brussels sprouts and i know people are freaking out right now because they don't like brussels sprouts you've never had my brussels sprouts no i haven't no you haven't do you like brussels sprouts
1: they taste like dirt (laughs) no they don't (laughs) challenge accepted
0: (laughs) yeah um learn to make lamb (laughs) that's what i'm gonna tell you so brussels sprouts
1: lamb it's like pork chops on steroids Yeah, yeah basically yeah it is
0: yeah and brussels sprouts uh lamb and almost every time i make lamb except for the second purpose I'm going to do it for you, is some type of uh, scallop potato Mm -hmm. or um, potato au gratin.
1: So thinly
0: sliced. Thinly sliced uh, Uh. potatoes. If you guys want to know how to make scallop potatoes or potatoes au gratin, get at us. I'll let you know. I'll also give you the Brussels sprout recipe. I guarantee you, you can take these Brussels sprouts to a person that does not like any vegetable, and they'll eat them. I guarantee it there's bacon in them there is there? bacon i fucking knew it but um <laughs> that combination scalloped potatoes or al mm-hmm. brussels sprouts rack of lamb with mint sauce that's a home run every time another my last one my second one cheaper route much easier route also and that's lamb meatballs
1: oh okay good call yeah um I have had lamb meatballs, actually. Have you? Yeah, yeah. So, uh of all things, I haven't had rack of lamb. I don't know why. Man, but rack don't of lamb's good, bro. Am I wrong in a, in saying that they generally do like a? Don't they have like a cherry sauce that they do with it as well, or some sort of? There's
0: like three sauces that they do. Some you're sort find. of red it's be fruit mint sauce or something. A fruit sauce. And or then sometimes apricot, or, or they'll do a fruit, and you'll find different fruits. And then sometimes they do like an herb, almost like an herb.
1: Oh, a butter herb, like a yeah,
0: herb butter. Yeah,
1: I think I've seen the mint is the best, like a mint marmalade. Yep, I've seen. They'll that. do marmalades, lamb. Well, okay. I was gonna, I was gonna say it's a for someone that's not. It's very a European. Dish, I think, is probably where it came... If I'm not mistaken, it's got European origin, I'm which sure. they used a lot of... Uh, they use a lot of, like, jellies in there. The like thing is They would is, have is jelly and...
0: For the whoop. person that just eats... What the fuck? Domestic um, meat. Yeah, yeah. Lamb, to them, tastes what they would call gamey. Mm. So... Mint, especially, really, I want to say masks it, but really pairs well with it. Yeah.
1: I was gonna say, I guess I was going for like a French French cuisine. Yeah, lamb is primarily French dish. Lamb meatballs,
0: ground lamb, pretty affordable. Mm-hmm. Um, you can cut it. Um, I've cut it with pork fat before. Uh, with pork sausage.
1: You really lose the lamb, though. Yeah, you got to be fucking careful with pork, especially sausage because of how how much hmm. is in sausage mm-hmm. as far as the seasoning. Because sausage is all seasoning. Mm-hmm. For anybody that doesn't know, it is all in the seasoning. Mm-hmm. So you will fucking lose every other taste. Yeah. It's the same as bacon. That's why people don't use bacon fat or bacon. Uh, they, like, don't render bacon oil or whatever you want to call it like because it just fucking takes over
0: yeah Um. so I, I really do recommend just lamb if you got someone that's skeptical cut in a little pork sausage it's fine and um, I do it basically the same way I do the rack of lamb and that's I sear it in butter and oil and then throw it in the oven mm. until it's done those come out and then i put those atop a good slice of polenta oh, okay and don't make polenta Oh, I mean, you can if you want to fucking you want to really impress somebody make it or just go buy it <laughs> you can buy it in a little tube yeah. it tastes exactly the same it tastes exactly the same it's, it's like cornmeal and chicken broth let's be honest right. here um not much going on there polenta and i
1: fry that in just butter. i was just about to say yeah just I some eat, butter yeah
0: and uh because you, you want
1: to taste the point like, yeah, you don't want to you get it in a little like a
0: little tube mm-hmm. and I'll usually do like two slices it's like
1: where the cheese is most of the time yeah
0: like two or three depending yeah. on how thick you're going to cut it so I make it look like a Mickey on the plate when mm-hmm. it comes out and mm-hmm. then I'll stack the meatballs on top of that and then I do um again uh you can buy this also and that's reduced balsamic oh yeah You can reduce it yourself. Don't do that. I do it, and it's stupid. Well, I I mean. I don't know why I do it. You can, but it just takes. Well, the best part about reducing yourself is, I again, I add crushed red chili flakes to it. Mm. Get a little heat. But you can buy reduced balsamic right next to the balsamic vinegar. It's a little Mm. expensive, um, but it's fucking delicious. And Mm. I just give a nice drizzle on top, and it's just lamb and polenta.
1: The heat helps the... uh counteracts the sweetness of the balsamic yeah yeah So yeah. you're gonna you kind of play on everything there Yeah, you're gonna get that's a, a lot good going dish. you're on. trying to impress somebody that's a good dish it's like an explosion in my mouth the yeah. flavor yeah it's like your mouth feel mm-hmm. god damn it mm-hmm. thanks for booking in that deal
0: you're welcome <laughs> that's a really impressive one it's really not that hard no it's
1: easy but those are my two favorite ways to do lamb i like it i'm gonna have to try it i of all mm-hmm. things I have never had rack of lamb, mm. and I, for no good reason, yeah. I've just, I've just never, never went for it.
0: My problem with rack of lamb at restaurants is you usually get like four, mm-hmm. and it's just not enough. Yeah, I mean that's you, I've had rack. You're going to have that argument. I order the the lamb at Ember, mm-hmm. which we've talked about. You know uh Mm -hmm. miss kaylee worked there um it's weird to say she worked there um right (laughs) and uh, every time they have it i get it but i'm already full off like 18 appetizers so it's not a really big deal
1: right they do a pretty good lamb there nice um
0: yeah those are my two for lamb
1: the very last meat we have (laughs) steaks fucking steak
0: there's only 3 <laughs> people are going to hate me,
1: but there's only 3. So he's going to he's going to woo you guys with his favorite cuts. Mhm. All right. I'm going to tell you my all-time favorite preparation for whatever steak you want to cook, but T-bone or porterhouse is going to be oh, good.
0: I can roll with t T-bone because it makes up two of my favorite of the only six, I, I believe.
1: Which is what? Just so everybody knows. Oh, it's New York
0: and ribeye. Ribeye. Yeah. And the last one is a filet mignon.
1: I meant the ribeye, not the porterhouse. Oh, okay. So, uh, okay. The amazing.
0: Yeah. I never order it. I don't either. And I don't ever I th- make it anymore either. I I've feel made so it, many of them.
1: Listen, I've had terrible fillets Mm -hmm. and really good ones. And I just don't want to take a chance on ordering a fillet and it being a piece of shit. Yeah, because you don't get very much of it. Yeah, because you don't get a a lot of it and it's expensive for fucking no reason. Yeah. But uh, I'll I'll quickly run through my favorite steak preparation. Go ahead. Super easy. I got this from a buddy that sat down with a dude in vegas at a steakhouse super expensive super popular steakhouse in vegas and after i think he said three quarters of a bottle of some really high-end whiskey the chef told him his recipe after going there at least a dozen times Mm -hmm. and him knowing him by first name so his secret preparation Celery salt, garlic salt, and seasoning salt. Huh. And it is fucking incredible on a steak. Interesting. You got to be careful. With the celery salt? Got to be real fucking careful. Yeah. Yeah. Because that, stuff will that shake up shit chicken, yes. will whoop your ass. A pinch of celery salt is generally all you need. But yeah. once again, I'll say this again. Uh, do not layer this. Yeah put it combine it and then put it on if you need to pat it off whatever do do your thing but do not layer this because it is it it's a different animal that's a good call when you layer it yeah. so so that's my that's my go-to seasoning for steak okay. um my dad's is uh Cook the shit out of it. <laughs> yeah. No, my dad's go-to seasoning is uh, McCormick's... What is Montreal it? Montreal Steak, Montreal baby. Steak, which is fucking you know what? great. It's actually decent. It's really good. And what's surprising about <clears throat> the Montreal Steak Seasoning is it's not as salty as you think it's going to mm-hmm. be when you see it. Mm-hmm. When you see it in its raw form, you're like, God damn, that's going to be hard. Yeah. No, that's not good. But it's not. It's actually really good, so... I can right. be better, but that stuff's pretty good. Yeah, if you're in a pinch, if you're in, you know... Use it. Then fucking hit it. Hit yeah. it with a lot of it. Fuck yeah. I mean, hit it with a lot of it, and it's going to look good. It's going to present well. And uh, throw a fucking baked potato next to it. Mm. And that's all you need, my, my friend. Yeah. I, I, listen. They Steak and potato with a nice... I would go wedge salad because I'm weird. Uh, do a little wedge salad. Yeah, with me the, and the dr- wife have uh, been
0: like at least once a week we've just been eating steak and salad just a giant new york steak and yeah a fucking huge caesar salad
1: with steak i'm a big fan of i'm a big fan of cooking steak with a bone so a t-bone is my favorite because Uh, i just feel like you're getting a more tender piece of meat
0: you're getting more More flavor from the bone and you're
1: getting a lot of flavor so if i had my choice i would go with a t-bone only for that reason because you're probably not gonna fuck it up yeah because there's a bone there you're it's you're you may mask the fact that you overcooked it yeah right so for those of you that are maybe just starting out in this whole thing start with something like that because it's going to it's going to give you a little bit of leeway. Yeah. Right. So anyway,
0: Um, the only steak that gets cooked in this house basically anymore is a New York steak. It's my wife's favorite cut. It's my favorite cut. I don't have to differ, you know, I just don't. Um, And I cook them two ways. Uh, One I do, and I do it on a, I do it on a Weber grill, a goddamn Weber and Weber grills, people—they get a—they got a bad name. Like twenty years ago, they are so useful. They're great. They're amazing. And I put way too many coals in it every time because mm-hmm. I ball hard like that, wasting coals. <laughs> I throw those like
1: coals are a finite resource. But go yeah. ahead.
0: <laughs> hey, they're expensive, man.
1: They're getting expensive because they're like designer coals now.
0: Professionals.
1: Or you get the Kingsford with the fucking wood cherry built in them. into them. Yeah, it's
0: stupid! <laughs> You're not. I buy whatever's on sale. <laughs> yeah, cool um, cherry
1: wood splinters, right yeah. on. Yeah, no. um, it works.
0: I fill up that cold chimney all the way. I don't care if I'm doing a steak or ten steaks. I fill that cold chimney up all the way. Yeah, and That's I get good that reference shit point. Red hot. Mm-hmm. And I dump them into one side of that Weber grill. My Weber grill has a grill where like the sides flip up. Yeah. They All don't have that, but uh, if you buy the one that's $60 and not, but you're 50. fucking <laughs> fancy, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> this one is free. Um, or free, and I put those things on there and I uh, I cracked, I put the lid on, but I crack it a little bit mm-hmm. so I can get those coals really going. I mean, yeah. hot as glowing, yeah, salt and pepper only. I throw those steaks on to coals that are just just brutally hot mm-hmm. and it takes about a minute and a half before yeah. you have fire yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then you flip them mm-hmm. <laughs> and then it's like another minute and a half and you have another raging inferno and then i throw them to the other side of the weber grill and then you i let them rest close that bitch up mm-hmm. for eight minutes maybe. maybe yeah depending on how thick they are and i pull them bitches off i let them rest and then uh You've got perfect rare steak.
1: So you're doing a <clears throat> what I'm you're a
0: regular sear. You're doing a indirect finish. You're
1: doing a a grill sear mm-hmm. with an indirect finish, which I dig. I like that.
0: It takes 10 minutes. That's the mm-hmm. that's really the beauty of it.
1: One thing we didn't touch on that I want to touch on for sure is that with red meat, you need to let that meat rest. Mm-hmm. Do not fucking eat that motherfucker right it. after you fucking pull it off. Don't cut it. So depending on the size of the meat, okay, The si- I'm sorry, depending on the size of the cut, mm-hmm. anywhere from five to a half an hour, Yeah. right? So for steaks, I like to go five minutes. That's for, good. For tri-tip, I'll, I'll go 10. 10 to 15, yeah. Uh, you're not hurting anything by going to 15 or 20, no. but a minimum of 10. And now what that's doing for the people in the cheap seats or don't know is when you cook something all the all the uh, fluid inside the meat uh, as the muscle breaks down opens up it opens up and releases all the fluid it stays in the meat for the most part because of the outside of the meats generally seared uh, seared what you need it to do is when you rest the meat, what happens is all that fluid gets sucked back up into mm-hmm. the muscle tissue.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Then, when you cut the meat, it doesn't bleed out. If you right. cut meat and it bleeds out, you fucking failed. You better eat that motherfucker real quick. Yeah. <laughs> uh, otherwise, no good. Ruined. So let it rest. You're not doing it. You're not hurting it. You're let. In fact, it's gonna go up in temperature. Absolutely. I've seen, and I mean, that's, it's, well, it might be <clears throat> news to some people, but I've seen tri tip go up 15 degrees. Yeah. So that's why I pull tri tip early. Uh, or you can
0: pull it at 120, bro. Yeah, you can.
1: <laughs> if you let it sit for 15, 20, a half an hour, it's going to yeah. go up to 140, 135, 140. I've seen it happen. It's not, it's, if you, Pull your if you pull that meat and it doesn't go up, something's wrong. Yeah. So just keep that in mind. Yep. You know.
0: Um, on the note of steaks, I haven't cooked a steak in this house and eaten it without a slice of butter on the top. That is a pro tip. <laughs> good butter, first of all, buy mm-hmm. good butter, salted, salted butter. And uh, when you put that bitch on your plate, you cut a nice eh, eighth-inch thick piece yeah, eighth of or butter quarter or something like off that. that stick and just put it on top. And when you go to eat it, rub that son of a bitch all over it. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: you want to get fancy, uh, you can prepare butter with some garlic salt. Yeah. And uh, you whip it. Yep. Put it in some... Uh, <clears throat> a lot of people... Well, you can do cellophane. Which one way to do it. Or you can do uh, uh, aluminum foil. Yeah. Roll it up like you're rolling a joint. <clears throat> or a sausage. Well, I mean, you know, whatever. Whatever. Roll it up. Nice and tight. Throw it in the freezer. Or throw okay. it in the fridge. Either way. Depending on how long you have. And then you can literally you can take it out and just take a slice off of yeah. it and put it back. A yeah. lot of people do that. You can do... Garlic I, and herb. You can do all yeah, kinds of shit.
0: The garlic gets weird because it stays grainy. Um
1: I will do parsley. Parsley's awesome. Um yeah, I was gonna I've just been doing butter recently. Either way, like I said, huh. if you want to mess with it, you, there's plenty of recipes. Yeah. It's easy to do. Put the butter on your steak. hmm Don't be scared. Please please
0: put butter on your steak. Yeah. It's amazing. Um, my last way to do it is uh pretty traditional fine cuisine way to cook a steak and that is
1: (laughs) i know where you're going
0: with i I know where you're going with this i think But go ahead maybe you do um on a super hot cast iron skillet and you're going to put a good chunk of butter in before you put the steak in and then when the steak's in and cooking on the gas iron skillet you're going to put another chunk of butter off to the side And on top of that chunk of butter, you're going to put, I don't know, one or two halved garlic cloves, a sprig of rosemary, Mm -hmm. and a sprig of thyme. And once that butter that you put off to the side melts, it's already started to take on those herbs and garlic. And you are going to start spooning the melted butter on the one side onto the top of your steak. And that butter that's so hot because that skillet's hot is going to start cooking the top of your steak. Mm -hmm. And it takes a lot of butter and, uh, it takes a very hot pan and you have to tilt the pan, which is what doesn't burn your steak. Why your skillet's so hot. When you take it up off the fire a little bit to get it to one side, you're taking it off the super hot heat. That pan holds enough heat. You're still going to be cooking. Um, And just spoon that shit on the whole Mm -hmm. time. If you can do it the whole time, do it. Yeah. Until you're ready to flip it. Yeah. It might be eight minutes, six Mm -hmm. minutes, whatever. Depending on how thick your steak is. Do it the whole goddamn time. Mm -hmm. If you have to add more butter, because it will start to reduce away,
1: add more butter. Keep doing it. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, That's a cool way to do it. it. Keep doing it. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Yep. And then when it comes out, put more butter on it. (laughs) Yeah. It's awesome. It's amazing.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Yep.
0: That's all I got for steak.
1: Yeah, that's all I got. I mean, I've smoked steaks. I did that uh, a couple months ago. Yeah. Actually, it worked pretty well. I was surprised. I That's the first time I've tried it. Figured I would check it out and see. It worked really well. Yeah. But it's not an efficient way to do yeah. steak at all. Yeah. So it's like I did it because I've never done it before, so I just was like, oh, fuck it. I'll try it, you know? Yeah. But uh, <clears throat> um, real quick, couple sides. Go ahead, for dude. some of the stuff I got, one of them is your recipe mm. that that uh, blue cheese bacon potato salad. Mm. You guys want to uh, get that recipe? Let us know. Yeah, that's a bad ass side for anything pork.
0: Popularly known as red, white, and blue potato salad.
1: There you go. Yeah, uh, and the other one I have is a, a jalapeno cherry coleslaw.
0: Mm.
1: Okay, that's good for pulled pork for sure which we didn't touch on because we've already done it yeah but you could do that with pulled pork sandwiches you could do it with pork ribs you can do it fried with chicken of, Fuck fried dude, chicken anything. yeah um i like utilizing uh jalapeno of some sort or a pepper of some sort yeah. in my stuff because it brings a little bit of that heat Absolutely. um i would recommend an entire jalapeno yeah instead i i tried a half and it you could get it but it wasn't that good so yeah um, I want to touch on two desserts
0: really quick. They have nothing to do with anything we're talking about, but I haven't talked to you about them yet, mm-hmm. but I have been tasked with two cheesecakes. Oh, okay. And you have not had any of my cheesecakes. Nope. I'm famous for my uh, strawberry banana cheesecake with nutter butter crust. Um, but I've been tasked with two cheesecakes.
1: Over. I've known this motherfucker for two years now. That's the first time I've ever heard of this fucking thing. Really? Yeah,
0: I'm pretty sure I told you about it before. Yeah, well, let me tell you, I'm fucking fat, and I know. Here's the deal: I don't make cheesecakes. Two reasons: my it's my aunt's recipe, and I didn't understand why she didn't make cheesecakes because Mm. how good it was. Like I was like, why don't you make this fucking more? Mm -hmm. And the reason why is it takes some time, it's a little bit of work, and people get a hankering, an addiction, and that's all they fucking want. Right any other here the end of it cheesecake holds a place in people's hearts <laughs> yeah
1: you're right it does
0: <laughs> but i've been tasked with two cheesecakes uh one of them is very off the wall one of them is pretty normal that i'm going to make friday which is a pumpkin cheesecake for my thanksgiving dinner
1: good i've had it i'm not yours but i've had we celebrate
0: thanksgiving differently than everybody else so that's just so you know you be like well thanksgiving that was long as it, it doesn't matter um pumpkin cheesecake i'm gonna throw my spin on it not really sure where i'm gonna go with it yet but um i'm gonna do that another one (laughs) my mom tasked me with this and i'm a little worried animal cookie cheesecake do you know the animal cookies i'm referring to the pink and white ones with the sprinkles yeah they're terrible what okay first of all those are the best cookies ever the mother's ones you don't like those terrible okay
1: i can't i can't the the waxy yeah
0: Anyways, I'm gonna be making an animal cookie cheesecake. Um,
1: so basically, it's cheesecake with animal cookie crust.
0: N- yes, uh, but not really the crust. They're they're also in it, oh. and it also requires a it's it's a it's a powdered sugar glaze on the top, uh, dyed pink to make it look like one of the cookies with I gotcha. the sprinkles the little dome oh, okay. yeah, sprinkles
1: little, yeah those things that make every time i eat those things i feel like i'm chipping my teeth yeah, yeah. keep going
0: i love those fucking cookies <laughs> anyways i've been tasked with that also so i'm gonna give that a try pumpkin cheesecake that's an easy that's a no-brainer yeah, that's, um, the yeah. animal cookie cheesecake uh
1: could go either way
0: yeah a little out of my wheelhouse <laughs> i mean if it tastes like an animal cookie i'm gonna be pretty stoked yeah because i do love those cookies so I'm going to be doing at least the pumpkin cheesecake this week uh, for sure. I have to do that one because I have to bring it to uh, a meal, a dinner and uh, the animal cookie cheesecake might get done just because I can knock out two, cheesecake, two cheesecakes at once.
1: Yeah, well there you go.
0: I just wanted to bring that up real quick. That's all I got and we're two hours in this goddamn podcast.
1: <sighs> That's the longest <laughs> podcast we've done. <laughs> Hopefully you motherfuckers are still listening. Yeah. You got some good pro tips though. You know, I mean Yeah. So. MBP nothing wrong with that.
0: Well, as always, guys, um follow us on IG, Facebook, Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher. Stitcher's awesome. I recently last month or so have been listening to all my all the podcasts I listen to on Stitcher and it's, it's fucking awesome. It's so easy. And iHeartRadio. killing it on iHeartRadio.
1: iHeartRadio's uh a good way to listen to the podcast too. Super easy.
0: Also, it's the same as Stitcher. It's super easy.
1: <clears throat> yeah. So, uh, and
0: uh, yeah, we had no idea they were so into the podcast game, but, uh, they're awesome.
1: Don't forget to check out YouTube. We do the behind the scenes clips, uh, yeah. little shit here and there.
0: Longer clips that don't go on IG. go on Yeah. There.
1: So check those out. We're going to be putting more, uh, food related stuff up there too. Just, uh, or shit that we're doing. Just fucking random shit too. Cause why yeah. not? Fuck it. Absolutely so yeah check that out follow like subscribe smash that like button like mm. the kids say mm, yes they do yeah so in the meantime go and, try some of these recipes yeah fucking let us know how you, f- how, you how you feel yeah. about it too and the
0: way you guys cook shit
1: you guys yeah we want to know we, we'll try your shit Hell fucking. yeah we'll cook it i've on done podcast. mine yeah fuck it yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah exactly so we'd love to have some uh some feedback there for sure yeah,
0: yeah. Well, all right guys i'm out yeah, yeah you too.
1: i'm done <laughs> peace I'm done